Welcome to another edition of Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and worst in independent wrestling, proudly brought to you by the Mysterium Benefactor. I am Jayhawk. I am joined, as always, by Jay Gold. Hey, the lovely and talented Marky. Hi. And Charlie Butter. Hello. You sound chipper, Butters. You doing good? Yeah, uh, sure. Just checking on you. Did you not get your nap after work today? I literally just got up from my nap. So. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, yeah. okay. You got that post-nap grumpiness to you. No, no grumpiness. Uh, you, you better find to, your chipperness. You needed to start tonight, right, Josh? Yeah, it's something yes, you want please. to start with. Yeah, if I could, um, before we start getting into the uh, to the funny, um, I have uh, a couple of uh, really close friends of mine, the Root family. They live out in New Jersey. Um, and their son has uh, Usher's 1F syndrome. It's a uh, it's a leading cause of inherited deaf and blindness. Um, starts off at a very young age. There's no cure right now. So um, the Usher 1F Collaborative Funds Medical Research Team is doing, uh, we do a lot of fundraisers. We do a lot of activities to, to raise awareness. They're getting closer, but um, what they're doing now is, and this is just for fun. There's no money that needs to be changing hands. It's all for awareness. It's called Take Your Shot Challenge. Um, you can take any, you can take any sport, you blindfold yourself, you take a, uh, a video of yourself doing it and taking your shot. And it's to, to give you a, a brief sense of functioning without sight. Um, and it means a lot to me, uh, and my friends, I've known them since they, I was, I was a little kid. Their son is great. I think he's 10 now. Um, he has cochlear implants and he's struggling with his night vision now as his vision starts to fade. So, um, I'm going to be posting Harper and I are going to be doing something extremely dangerous, I think. We're going to be doing a wrestling move um, on a mat uh, with blindfolded. So um, we're going to tag ourselves. We'll put some video out there. So if anybody wants to join us, just watch the video. Um, and, you know, last year they did something called the cereal challenge where everybody was tagged. You had to make a bowl of cereal with the blindfold on and then try to eat it. So you made a huge mess. Um, they got a lot of uh, uh, traction over here. The devils picked up on it. They had a lot of their players do it. So um, they work really hard to find a cure for him. So I just wanted to start off with that um, and, and help raise awareness because uh, it's, it's an important part of my life. They're good people and they deserve to have good things happen to them. So uh, thanks for letting me uh, for lead off tonight. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about your weekend. Let's talk about the show on Friday night. We don't have to, tell, we don't have to do our review, but let me hear about the, uh, the show, the venue, the, uh, the day, because uh, it, I was jealous that I wasn't there, but I, I, you know, I saw your pictures and I was more jealous that I didn't get to be in the pictures with all three of you. So, uh, yeah, we, we had X-Pac join us instead of EJ gold. So he was, uh, the honorary <laughs> member of the show, uh, much, much better fourth member. I'm sorry, but you know, <laughs> I, I don't take it personally. I get it. I, I get it. But for all the, I don't know if he's worth a $40 meet and greet. He was worth a $40 meet and greet. Uh, yeah. I'm a car. He won. Well, you saw my text. The first thing I said when I saw the picture of, of him with, with uh, Xbox was he stood up. He got up out of his chair. He stood up for the yeah, He for was the standing for, for all the photos, and uh, it didn't cost me anything so extra. So I was like, oh, so we're just going to have Marcy in it, too. So I was like, hell yeah, that'll be worth it. Was he cool? Tell me about tell me about the interaction. Yeah, he, he uh, when he first introduced himself, he asked if we had met before. I told him no, and... Then uh, he introduced himself, and then we I got to ask him my question about the uh, the Uncle Cracker uh, X-Factor theme, and he told me the story about how that came about. Uh, oh, that's cool. Time. It was very cool. I hear he's a really good meet-and-greet guest. Jayhawk, you met him before? 
I met him at the Okay Kong a few years ago, which which that he did not remember. He didn't even ask me have I have we met before. He's went, nice to meet you. I'm like, I'm not gonna correct you, you're fucking Akapak, please. <laughs> Two time Hall of Famer, I ain't fucking saying shit. <laughs> did you did you get a chance to meet Steph Delander too while you were there? I did. Is I, she cool? I, I didn't get a chance to meet her at at GCW. It was too crowded. It, it was a real brief interaction. I didn't get to meet her until after the show. That's the way everything worked out. And I where was everybody? The, yeah, go ahead. I initially, sorry. I initially put the picture on Twitter and tagged Adam Van in it at Well Games. She need to be on national TV because she'll make Adam Van top 10. Then I realized I didn't want somebody better looking than me tag, tagged in the same photo at the perk I, that the photo was tagged with. <laughs> but I, I deleted that tweet, made a two separate tweet, and Adam Van called me out on it. Via DM, go. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Say it correct. You said it was your future ex-wife. My future so ex-wife. You, you plan on on leaving your current for for Steph Delander. <laughs> I feel something's brewing which, on that which, one, which but. I do not support. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe how all of a sudden, like she's like latched onto Cardona to the point where now he's got like a, a heavy out of nowhere, and it's not Chelsea. And it's and it's him and Delander, and they actually work out pretty well. I mean, she's she's pretty good with not giving a fuck about the fans or anything when it comes to like being a heel. So I think it works out. No, I, I did make Cardona laugh on Friday night. I ended up I wasn't even wasn't even at the table. I ended up walking past him at one point, and I went, "Are they going to give you another shot at Tyra? Could somebody worth a damn can hold the NBA title?" And he goes, well, "I kind of hope so." And then I followed that up with, "Well, in fairness, anybody but Tyra could be an improvement over that damn thing right now." And he just fucked it up laughing. Well, you know, you, you can't ex WWE stars, you know, they got to wrestle each other on that NWA show, I guess. So you also met Timothy Thatcher as well, right? Jayhawk. I did. He was and a was, very interesting uh, person when, when he first came and sat down, I was sitting there talking with Derek and he and Derek uh, went over to talk with them for a second. He was, he had a, a very, uh, very interesting interaction with everybody. He seemed very nice. Hey, very, seemed very, very nice. He seemed very jovial. Yeah, well, I, I thanked him. I thanked him for coming out and told him that that match was the main drink and I went to the show. And he goes, oh, no, thank you for coming up. You don't come out here. There's no point in me being here. Oh, he's like one of those guys. Yeah. All right. So was he does he is he stoned or is he just like a, a is he one of those those <laughs> guys who doesn't do anything like does he drink? He looks like the kind of guy who just kind of stays away from everything. I mean, I, I did not have any interaction with him outside the show. I don't know if he drank or anything. I, like, I didn't go to the after party. I don't know if he went there. I have no clue. It would have been great to see him, like, dancing with Janella and Fonzie in that video that Thorne posted. I would have paid big money to see Tim I Thatcher I don't know dancing. what video you were watching, but the only person that was in that video was Caleb dancing. <laughs> and fucking, he stole that video. There was nobody like else dancing empty, in that it video. It looked like an empty him. arena match. Yeah, they looked like there was just, no one in there. Just Caleb dancing fucking right for the camera. <laughs> all it was, was was all him and that's that's all that needed to be was just him he knows yeah, how was... to work the camera when the, he doesn't even know the camera's around exactly you got a chance He's... to hang out with caleb while you guys were there i didn't get to talk to him he was real busy he was running around i did see him he was he was teaching one of the new kids uh stuff with the camera so did you hang out with your pal chase uh he was busy too i didn't really get to see him either so uh-huh. I, got, I got to hang out with Derek for a little bit. We uh, we hung out with Alec Price, which was always a uh, you know a special treat. Um, yeah, great dude, a delight. Yes. Yeah, great dude. He always he always uh, gives me a big hug every time I see him. So he's uh, he was real good to hang out with. And he's uh, a good boy. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, 
got to talk with members only at the end of the night and they're all excited because uh, they're going to be on in two weeks so that'll be a lot of fun I know some. I know another person who's excited that they're coming on in two weeks. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, he may or may not discuss that in this week's call. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some rumors going around about what's on the call this week. You never yeah, know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they are really excited to come on. It'll be their first ever interview, so that's going to be super awesome. And then I got to talk with uh, Mr. Eric Taylor a little bit, just to you know confirm what was going on and. That kind of stuff. Got to talk to Dom for a little bit. He was telling me about uh, Deadlock Pro. Uh, yeah, I'm going to see him, by the way. I'm going to the 16th. There he's coming to Richfield Park. Oh, yeah. So I think him and Koo are coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm going cool. with my brother, actually, to that show. To the Mecca. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be at the Mecca, amazingly. Uh, so, yeah, I got to talk with him. He had a new pin uh, out uh, that he said he'd had for a while, but I've never seen it before. So I got, the, I got his new pin, and then... He gave me a sticker as well. And then we were talking about Deadlock Pro. What's the pin? What was it? Uh, it says, uh, where's it? it's, it's in my fanny pack in the other room. It's just, it says it's like Dom Guarini on it and stuff. It's really cool. It's like a really inter- interesting, like intricate design. It's really cool. Um, I have like five of his pins. I just, I don't <laughs> think I have that one. <laughs> yeah, I have the, I have his mask and then I have the, uh, this new one. Um, and then, so we were talking about Deadlock Pro. And I finally listened to one of their podcasts uh, today at work, and I was very interesting. Uh, it's definitely different. Um, I know, like, a handful of the, like two of the guys they did like streaming for like uh, 2K and stuff. So like, I wanted when every all the new 2K games would come out, they would always have like the you know the, the YouTube videos with like, oh, this is what's in the game this year and stuff like that. So like, I knew of them. Uh, but I didn't know that they had their own wrestling promotion and that they did a bunch of stuff like that. So it's very interesting to uh, get involved with that. And uh, Dom had lots of nice things to say about them. So, yeah, yeah, I'm we'll looking forward to them. Yeah, we'll probably do one of their shows uh, down the road. I'm, I'm the schedule as open as it is, is quickly getting filled. Um, uh, you know, as you know, like uh, we've already uh, loosely scheduled um, MV Young. Uh, then another idea came to me for us to possibly uh, have another person on. I'm not going to say who yet because I, I want to get them confirmed before I do, but I'm super excited if we can get this person. I think it'll be a huge catch. Um, so hopefully that'll happen. But like, yeah, we just keep filling up with more and more interviews. So it's uh, it's really fun. Um, that is fun. And, and, you know, Deadlock Pro last night had a uh, was it last night or, or Saturday night had a steel cage match sunday it was, it was yeah. sunday night it was uh yeah it was the work horseman against uh violence is forever in a steel cage yeah we were actually hoping they would bring the cage to uh the mecca but i don't think you can get one in that room honestly i, don't, I think you, the cage would take up the whole I promise place. you you get to see a cage next month yep uh, if you show up as as promised <laughs> as promised you're we're don't getting that, that cage match yeah yeah hey how about that red that red carpet in the main in the room Oh was yeah, that in, was that in the building that you get? Oh, that was at the temple, temple, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, ro- the the room they actually had the match in, like over over top of a red carpet. Oh, nice. Look, nice and soft. It couldn't be a sticky floor. That's you know. Yeah, you could have a sticky floor. You can have a really gross, sloshy red carpet that you're standing on too. Either either one is a fair trade off, if you will. 
Yeah, I am going to say I am probably not going back to that building if I don't get ring I I'm I'm an old. I can't stand on my feet four hours straight any, anymore. You just needed to get up there quicker to get to where there was GA sitting, which was like on the very far sides. There was where you could sit. So well, I think yeah. I think they're going to reconfigure the place because um, Thorn was yeah, mentioning they, that they, they mentioned a bunch of stuff. Like it was a whole big thing on uh, on the AIW Discord. I will we'll see what happens the, the next yeah. time around. I'm not I'm not super worried about it. Uh, luckily. No it's only a handful of shows there so i'm not what i'm really more concerned about is them getting those winchester dates filled with another uh another bar because those thursday night shows were important and they 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 had a lot of fun cards on there especially like the halloween show and things like that so you know you don't want to see those dates lost because they can't get another venue right plus that's a lot of uh extra time for um the new kids to get their time and like you know obviously big sam didn't have a match on the show which was a bummer so was he there did you guys see him he was there he He was was helping run the xbox meet and greet so uh it was cool to get to bullshit with him for a little bit him and uh the gentleman cowboy shelby wilder was there yeah so. that's great oh and i did get my sam my big sam uh uh the hard way this is the hard way t-shirt so it's, so it's good he got it he got it right it's puffy it's like a puffy like a logo it's it's yeah. on good quality it's not bad i was supposed to get mine at the show but uh you know with all the extra uh costs and fees that ended up happening uh did not mm-hmm. get that this time so probably will be uh the akron show i will grab it so since i'm just gonna do uh ga for that show so yeah yeah me too absolutely i want to sit in the uh in that humanity of uh the bleachers and stuff i'd rather do that i think that's kind of cool we'll be in the cool kids corner yeah we yeah, got yeah. the cool kids corner i got a uh i just bring my camping chair and just prop it up right there and it's the move yeah that is the move all right, Jayhawk, tell us what's on this week so we can get the Bitcoin boys uh, in here and uh, get started with hanging out with them. What's on, what's this, on weekend? this weekend? Okay, well, I'm not going to go over every show by any stretch of the imagination. We got get WrestleMania weekend, and that it's means a get- huge week. Wait, wait, wait. Let's slow one second. One second. It is a huge motherfucking week for wrestling. The and there's like 45 fucking shows on fight yes. alone. I'm not going over no, every goddamn I know. show. You I know you don't have to say them all, but let's remind the listeners because they hear it on Wednesday. So by Thursday, all the fucking shows are starting. So the times that you could just throw on either fight TV or IWTV and you could just leave shit streaming from like three o'clock in the afternoon on. I, I love this time of year. I am so fucking excited for WrestleMania week. I know that. WrestleMania, the card, I looked at the card like eight times and I can't find a way to get excited about it. But I honestly, all the shows that are running, it looks really fun to me and I'm very excited about it. So let's just remind everybody to watch, you know, independent wrestling on the streaming services because there is a shit ton of it coming your way the next week. Yeah, everything starts at 2, uh, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, March 30th. That'll be Cantino Brothers Wrestling, California Love, and part of the collective. And it goes on pretty much nonstop through the end of WrestleMania on Sunday. Uh, I will say, IKW No Hope Bard, why the fuck are you scheduling a show to start at the same time WrestleMania Night 1 is starting? You're going to draw 20 people if you're lucky and no one's going to watch WrestleMania your WrestleMania doesn't have death matches and all them deathmatch ghouls will be watching. And the card itself does not look bad. Brandon Kirk against Hurtfoot, Lufito against Kinky Kirk. Like, it looked like a fun show. And it's nobody here. Be, Isn't it nobody, here? It's here. It's in Newark. It's in New yeah. Jersey. It got the heart ballroom in Newark. 
Yeah, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like I got, I like, I got offered a booking for the Saturday, like last minute, and and like I've worked for the company before; they do a good job. But like, I'm not working up at WrestleMania. Like, there's no no one going to be there. Yeah, you're it's the a, Hall of Fame referee that's going to bring people there. I told you this. If people are going to a, if people are going to a wrestling show on WrestleMania Saturday to see me, they have problem. I'm sorry. I wouldn't well, pay to see me a WrestleMania Sunday. Like I'm actually going to be part of WrestleMania. You have your audience. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> the I old lady who likes to hit you with her cane when you're the heel uh, uh, manager. Grandmas yeah. love you, okay? They don't know WrestleMania is going on. <laughs> they don't. Most people don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I like to post every year on WrestleMania, uh, the day of WrestleMania, that, that Simpsons meme about what day it is, and I get like four likes on it. And if I put a picture of my stupid self eating ice cream, I get like 200 likes. So I don't understand. Nobody wants to like WrestleMania Day. It's a great day. It just so happens to not be the best card this year. Okay, now I do want to make mention of the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. That's going to be Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, in Los Angeles. Uh, the inductee this year, Christopher Daniel, to be inducted by Frankie Kankarian. Jimmy Jacob to be inducted by Alex Shelley. Cheerleader Malika to be inducted by Dave Pregnack. Huh. Mike Modest to be inducted by Barry Blaustein. <laughs> Excalibur, there's no one, no one up to who's conducting him yet. And I just I hope it's Super Dragon. He doesn't say yes. anything. Yes. <laughs> this comes that out, gives awesome. everybody the finger, and then they... <laughs> that would just be awesome. a real stiff lie. with everyone. The fact, that they're, them. the fact that they're doing a, uh, a Beyond the Mat uh, induction is pretty great, though. Yeah. And just announced within the last 24 hours of this recording, Paul London had being inducted this year. Oh, I saw that. Good for him. He deserves it. He's made a nice little run at the end here. And as a matter of fact, that was so reeking, like, they had basically said that going to be the last guy, and then, nope, sorry, Paul London, too. I'm okay with Paul London. There's not, there's not one person on here that's not worthy of it. I like the class. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't see anything where I'd be like, why the hell would you do that? I, I don't understand. I don't know the guy in, inducting Mike Modest, though. Who's uh, Barry Blaustein? The director of Beyond the Mat. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, like that's a, that's a Beyond the Mat like reference there that they did because he was in Beyond the Mat. You know, he was ready. He's ready yeah. to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at Jay Gold. Fake, fake fan confirms. <laughs> Listen, uh, Marcy, I literally can't tell you what I had for dinner an hour ago. I couldn't remember. I don't remember anything. Literally anything. I know that and Josh by the is over time- here like, I don't know who this Jew is that's in, in, in putting Mike <laughs> Modest in. I'm the only yeah, well- Jew in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike Modest would be worthy of the spot anyway, even if it weren't for Beyond the Mat. I do like the fact they are tying that in, though. That's what he's most known for. But yeah, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, the only name I've heard any feed- anybody, any negative feedback on at all, like a caliber, what he do, like a wrestler, but that's not the point. He'd been how long he was basically like, like he yeah commentary alone he's been the guy for 15 years like i can't argue that caliber yeah excalibur has had a, a really fun like career like i remember watching him in team masturbation with beef wellington oh that was the shit uh and, and ccw and then uh i mean you know he's been fucking commentary forever like when they said he was going to be in commentary for AEW, i was very happy because he is awesome on commentary from pwg so all right with that why don't we see if we can get our guests on the line? Spend a little time with me. 
Slatter no back, now I'm feeling like Venom. I told her kick it, uh, back him, squeezing a mat, uh, lemons. Walk down, boy, got him booking a reverend. So joining us at this time, the current reigning and defending AIW tag team champions. We have Mikey Montgomery and we have Eric Taylor, the Bitcoin boys. Heck yeah. Thanks How's for having us. Happy Monday. Yes. Nice Monday you guys night. Had a, you guys had an exciting weekend as of uh, as of Friday. Did you uh what, what were your overall thoughts of the uh the AIW's return to Cleveland? I thought it was like the perfect event for us to come back to Cleveland too. Like for us to pack that house and for us to have just a great show. And and not only, you know, was it a great show, but just like the the atmosphere. Yeah. Was was That's awesome. exactly what I was going to say. The atmosphere honestly was unmatched from any at least AIW show that I've been to so far um that we've competed on for whatever reason, I don't know if it was just like the temple or what but everything was just so loud and it was so much fun i think people were a lot more excited i know that there was a little bit of um concern about you know how much of a maze the building was which was one of my kind of hiccups with which, it but you know it, it, it was is valid building yeah no it's, 100%. that's a valid concern yeah well, what is I, it because I, I, I was cool. the only one who wasn't there is it is it a multiple is it a multiple like almost like the manhattan center you have the upper and lower ballrooms. Is it multiple venues or is it just one exactly. place? Exactly. Yeah. There's, exactly. there's multiple. Yeah. There's multiple rooms. There's like the auditorium. There's some other like ballrooms in it. Um. And so the bathroom, at least for the fans, we had a workers' bathroom up in like the main area where we were at. But the bathroom is downstairs. Um. The ring load in, I guess, for a lot of the students was just awful. Like they had to carry it up a fire escape. Um. So there was some of that stuff that I think that we still can work out and make it work for us. Um, but as far as like the venue goes, I think that it's it's perfect to encapsulate like what AIW is. Like it just felt that, right, if that makes sense. Yeah, the Definitely. bathroom was on the first floor, and the and the room that the show was going on the third floor. Pain in the mm. ass. Yeah, a lot of stairs. <laughs> Wait, so so you guys, so you said venues that you were in. So you guys were trained by Derek. Um, I don't remember what year your class was, but did you were you Mount Carmel or no? Did you work at we Mount Carmel? Like we never got to wrestle or? there. Yeah, we were, were you we were, doing like merch and stuff there? Or were you doing yeah, a little bit? Okay. Yep. Uh, Mikey, so, Mikey was a little bit ahead of uh, of me. I don't know how so much I got I to. I got to help out at like maybe two or three shows before Eric started. Um, mm. But it was it was all just I was holding the the cables for for like the the video and stuff. But it was only like two or three shows. Like I got to watch the the class before me, like uh, that had Wes uh Wes in it uh I watched them debut in that building which yeah. was which was awesome that building is is still like still holds a special place in my whole heart even though like I've only been there a couple times but I think we we're getting close you know with some of these venues that we're coming to in Cleveland with that same feeling mm-hmm. it, it I mean it, it looked crazy and, and I, I mean honestly coming from I got it I got a chance to do one show at Mount Carmel before it closed my favorite venue is still the Odeon, but I've seen like Brook Park and and East Lake and and a whole bunch of different spots. But uh, um, this one on Friday night, it, it just looked crazy. It looked like mm-hmm. kind of anarchy almost because even at the Odeon, you had like almost like the concert hall feel. This felt like you were in like an old cathedral, and it was like you know like o- almost like the end of Skyfall and James Bond. Everybody's fighting in this like grand type of stage you have people looking down it just visually oh, yeah. it just looked really nice it did feel yeah. a little bit tight though 
like when you're in there just like um because you know like we did sell out that venue so we had to make as much room for you know fans as possible that being said the guardrails were set up really close to the ring that night Mm -hmm. yeah uh and my back uh yeah those dives yeah those (laughs) those dives i kept on falling over the guardrail i was looking at you how many times did you actually end up in the kind of the fan like Uh, two or three twice yeah Right in front of me, actually. Yeah, you gotta have some trust (laughs) in the fans that they're gonna they're gonna hold on to you. No, I was looking over for Caden the second time because I was (laughs) like, if you're gonna gift anything, gift this. (laughs) You've got you've you've had two opportunities. So what what number title defense is this one? Because I'm I'm trying to think how many you guys have had since uh, since this that night because this night was probably your biggest like showcase. What was the what was the how many title defenses? Eric knows Um, better than me, but I think it's only like two or. three technically yeah, that was that was either three or four i forget if we defended against balking season once or twice 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 yeah twice because okay, it so was yeah, the so... one show in kent and then you guys did it again i believe at hang on Akron. nope nope hang on because oh. that that match never finished that that got thrown out right was it, it, it was that DQ. Show, you guys got DQ. Oh, okay, the defense, okay so technically okay. right yeah i guess yeah. you're right yeah. so that one the, the second one in akron uh, yeah. Rip City, and then members okay, only. Okay, yeah, so that's the yeah. fourth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. According, according, according to Cage Match, that's number four. Cool. So yeah. how is how has it changed for you guys since you start? Since now, now that you're carrying the belts, when you beforehand, what did you feel like when you guys? Because when you guys were tagging anyway, we a lot of people felt it was inevitable. The uh, I mean, the pandemic separated you guys a bit. We got a chance to see kind of Mikey. I always when I talk about Mikey to people, and like when my brother and I watch you guys. Mikey's got like this, like almost like a, a adventurous side. He there's like something about when Mikey does his moves, there's difference to it. Eric's got more of like the technical, um, almost like a, a classic style. Um, and you guys were wrestling, you got separated, you got put back together, you know, kind of because of those, uh, uh, go for broke shows. Now that you guys are on the big, the big, you're the big name right now. What's the difference? What's the difference in how you guys are doing your, your, you're carrying yourselves as opposed to when you were, just tagging and, and trying to get over? Uh, well, the first off, everything feels a lot more smooth when I'm in there mm-hmm. with Eric. Uh, just because it's not like we have to, you know, think of a whole bunch of different stuff and then, like, hopefully the other person sort of, like, goes with it. It's sort of like I'll already start saying something and Eric will know where it's going to yeah. end up. Yeah, we, we, so- we've always been very uh in sync with each other when it comes to being in the ring together whether it be you know we haven't really wrestled each other much besides you know like our debut but um whenever we're in the ring together i feel like we were pretty well oiled um but just to piggyback off of what he was saying i think mostly it's business as usual because if it ain't broke don't fix it at the same time we realize that we're holding these titles for a reason and again in our mind like it's not bullshit what we say like we think that this is the most stacked tag team division in independent wrestling. We think that these titles are the most important tag team championships in independent wrestling. So it's an honor to hold them. And we need to make sure that we are uh, giving it that justice and making sure that our matches are on the, on the top of the card, you know? Yeah. Come to think of it, I can't even, I can't name, you know, like another indie promotion that has like as many like well-established tag teams as AIW does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard for me to think of, you know, another promotion that has that many established yeah, was, tag teams. 
Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Where you, um, where you, where you look out into the independent, like the tag team scene. What, what are you, what are you looking at now? Like, you, you have such a deep division in AIW, but where else, where else are you looking? What, what do you want to do? Because you can go into a place with those titles around your waist. You know, now that you have doors have opened. So, what are you mm-hmm. looking at? Where do you want to be? Who do you want to go against? That's not AIW. Well, I, I mean, you know, I just re- recently moved to Pittsburgh. So, you know, I'd love to do more stuff here. You know, uh, obviously we've done like stuff. We've done one match with Enjoy. I mean, I've done multiple matches with Enjoy, but as a tag team, we've only had one match. So mm-hmm. that would be cool to do something there. Um, that match I'd was like also get... really fucking good. So oh, that thank was you. fun. Uh, but um, I'd like to get out, you know, like to Chicago more. We're going out there yeah. Sometime soon, Eric. Do you know when that is? Um, I'm actually, it has been two weeks. No, it was announced. It was announced. It was announced. Oh, it was announced. Okay, yeah, yep. never mind. <laughs> For the three years underground tag titles. Yep. Oh, nice. We're good. So uh, that's April. That's the day before Easter. April eighth, I think it is. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. But like overall, I think uh, you know, just getting uh, getting in the car more, maybe going, maybe going out to Indy more, maybe going out to more places that. Um, I can't like maybe going out to New York. I think that would be yeah. cool. That that was big um, on our bucket list for a while. And again, I think part of it too is just like you said, these titles open up a lot of doors. I think, and for us, it's a very good opportunity for us to expand our brand and to get to you know know a lot more people and have a lot more people get to know us as well. Um, so you know, just to have the opportunity. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. So. There are so many ways for you guys to get seen now with all the different streaming services. So you show up anywhere, even if it's a smaller promotion, odds are they're either on IWTV or on fight and you can get that notoriety as you go, right? You just pick up what you can pick up, you know, and and learn from there. Um, Jayhawk, you want, you want to go next? Yeah. Honestly, I don't have a, I don't have a lot, but I know I kind of give you an idea what you're asking and we're hitting both of the points that I had. Uh, but I guess if I did have a have one for you, a far tag team that you have not had a chance to face yet, either in AIW or otherwise, is there anybody out there right now that you're thinking you'd like to have a crack at? Yeah, uh, one uh, one team that I saw at Enjoy uh, that you know I got a chance to wrestle with, not against uh, Main State Posse. I think they're a really cool tag team with a lot of cool moves, uh, and they really know what they're doing. So I think that would be really fun to be in the ring with them. Um, Eric, do you have any names off the top of your um, head? Not off the top of my head. I was I was kind of thinking about it earlier, and I don't know. I, I just, I, again, am trying to just make it a point where that doesn't matter, I guess. Like, I want to just be able to just create a good match with any team that we face, regardless of who it is, whether it's supposed to be like a big match or not. Um, and I just, I just want to be able to wrestle. That's really the biggest thing for me. Like, I, I don't want to get caught up on like the whole dream match thing or anything like that. I guess, I guess, I feel that way too. Where it's just like, yeah. I think, I think maybe Eric, I speak for you in this way, but I think maybe me and him are just sort of starting to feel comfortable in our own skin as wrestlers. So, like, mm-hmm. developing ourselves is almost more important than not not more important, you know, but uh, it's just as important as wrestling those bigger names. Yeah. Uh, not- now, kind of along the line here, uh, you've been paired with the Duke for a long time, and Duke's been around forever. You've been around longer than mm-hmm. I than I have. What had the Duke taught you anything? What have you learned from the Duke about uh, maybe being more confident in the ring or how to care, con- conduct your home? 
it's exactly what you just said it's yeah. it's it's he's in, in instilling in us that confidence uh and um the basically just uh like just instilling confidence in us really mm-hmm. and he always helps us think about it a step further me and mikey are very good with innovating ideas he is the one that refines them and really makes them work the best um, like I said, me and Mikey can come up with ideas all day. And to be perfectly honest, a solid, like nine out of 10 are really good. He'll make all nine of those even better. He's just that good at, you know, just taking it that extra step and making sure that anything that we do makes sense. Um, and just brings it all together. I mean, he, he really compliments us very well, but, but you don't bring him with you to like, you know, enjoy. So what do you feel like you're missing something if he's not there? Or do you feel like this is an act that stays in Cleveland for what it's worth for the AIW fans? And then when you guys go out, you don't need to have, you know, you don't need someone who's going to bring that kind of heat right now because you guys could do either or if you go to another company, right? So you don't have to be tethered to to Duke. That's what I, that's what I think. Uh, Duke immediately brings sort of that nuclear heat. Like as soon as you put a microphone in his hands, you're like, oh, here it comes. He does. Yep. Uh, so, um, I do like having the ability to go, uh, to any promotion and tell any story that, that we want, I mm-hmm. think. Um, but that's not, that's not to say that I wouldn't want Duke to be at those promotions. You know, if they that's wanted, true. if they, if they wanted us to do something, you know, where we would tell that story, we would absolutely do that. A hundred percent. There, there has been some promotion promotions that have, you know, talked to us about bringing the three of us in and, and whatnot just you know there's some talks but um still early on and like we even had a talk with him because we were like we didn't even necessarily think about it early on you know like to bring him with us we didn't necessarily think that he would want to go with us to any of these you know other places because realistically me and mikey uh, especially during covid it's not like we were going any you know crazy big promotions right so we're like we didn't even think you would really want to do it but, you know, just throwing it out there, uh, you know, maybe we can do it, the three of us, and it would be pretty, pretty decent, you know? He's like, yeah, for sure. So um, it's definitely been on our radar, too, just to put that out there. But And, and you mentioned COVID. Um, both of you exploded during that, um, during Go For Broke, and, and you know, it, you both had an opportunity to, to kind of show off more, and, and, you know, during COVID – there was more less of a desire for tag teams, you know, I guess to have people, so many people in the ring. Was that something that you considered or did you always consider going back to tag team to tagging together? Did you say to yourselves, Oh, maybe we should try something, you know, separately for a while because this was giving us a a way to like spread our wings. Or did you always say, Hey, after this is over, we're we're going back to to being together. Well, no, at at that, at at that point during COVID, it was just kind of like, get what you can take. Yeah, in terms mm-hmm, of sure. like it, not in terms of like taking bad bookings, but like if they wanted you to be a singles or if they wanted you to be in, in a tag team, that's kind of what you were gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, though, like it's not like when you you can you can do one or the other, right? Right. You know, like I go to enjoy, you know, and I do like a singles thing as as sort of like a good guy baby face, and I come to AIW a week later as a tag team in a heel tag team. So it's kind of like you can you can do both. Uh, it's just kind of like what comes at you, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you you learn uh, you learn differently doing those different things, and that's sort of what I like about it. 
when I go to enjoy, I get to practice, uh, you know, my tenacity and, uh, and stuff like that. When I come to AIW, I could, uh, can practice, you know, my control over an audience and stuff like that. It's, it, there's a lot of different stuff that you can learn from doing wrestling different ways. That's, so that's fascinating. the way I like to look at it. Yeah, we we love enjoy on this. Their their production value, their their the way they present their their characters, everything that enjoy does is is on a different level as far enjoy, as enjoy. I think yeah. in the next in I I'm gonna predict this in the next two to three years they're gonna be top two three promotion uh, indie promotions in the United States guaranteed. Just the way that they put on a show and and the way that they if if they can fix the the turnaround a little bit just because in my mind. It, in mm-hmm. my mind, it comes out a little bit slow, but it does. That's it. it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I know they're trying to do when, uh, sorry to interrupt you there, Jago. No, I was just going to say when I went there for that tag match and I stepped into it and I saw how everything was produced, I was so impressed. And that's coming from AIW, which I believe is a very well-produced show. Um, you know, enjoy just blew my mind. I was like, Oh my God, like this is, it made me feel like a superstar, which was re- very cool. It feels like an NXT show and not like an NXT house show. It feels like an NXT pr- produced bit of TV, yeah. which is which is amazing how they can make it feel like that every time. And you look on everybody's faces backstage and nobody's like panicked. Yeah, everybody kind of like knows what's going on, which is the crazy thing in independent wrestling, because if you go in any locker room, you'll find like production members and the booker being like, oh, my God, I'm freaking out. <laughs> and you go to enjoy and, and and the owners are just sitting back there like hey what's going on there's granola yeah what, like, <laughs> there's water back there uh, we don't know anybody who does that right butters <laughs> running <Nope. around. laughs> don't, don't, so, don't know any booker that that panic backstage for a show at all that, that, that never happens no i've never, never seen it <laughs> So when you guys first started uh, working as a tag team and having Duke uh, as your heater with you guys, like obviously you were full on heel Um, over time now, though, you guys have it almost seems like you're you're uh, tweeners with everything like the crowd really loves you guys a lot. And that's uh, on y'all, man. Y'all did that. Even (laughs) with even with Duke, a lot of the time I see like most of the crowd is really into you guys over whoever else like uh definitely even at the akron show like yeah there was that contingent for bulking season but the crowd was overly for you guys um does that make you like do you do you think that you maybe outgrown the duke at that point like do you think that like while he is like you know uh, for all intents and purposes like he is you know a big help for you guys but do you think like maybe at some point like you guys will go full on uh face and not need the duke anymore don't be um, trying to drive a wedge there yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I'm, not, I'm just i'm just, I, on. i'm just i'm just asking doing. because like i feel like i mean can't get, we can't do this to the duke can't give this kind of i mean <laughs> he, he won't. here's the thing he it's either, <laughs> he doesn't it's either, listen anyway it's okay <laughs> it's either gonna be you guys you guys are gonna get so big he's going to turn on you before you turn on him. So I feel like that's eventually going to Why are to you giving us a Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn promo right now? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, saying, I'm just you. saying, if, if, if <laughs> you know anything about the Duke, you've seen all the things he's done, he he will turn on you when you least expect it and pick uh, up another team. So you just got to watch. I'm just saying. I, you, well, well, we yeah, see. Everyone knows the Duke, but you, I, the way I see it is if we keep, if we keep making money, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Um, I don't see anything changing. 
okay. to be honest. But so, I think if we if we get him to warm up to some of the AIW fans, then I think that's impossible. Think, that's impossible. Yeah, impossible. Yeah. That's, a, no, that's what we got to do. No, I've been thinking about, this. With, he I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot. You you put the Duke in a, in a sideways backwards hat, right? It <laughs> <laughs> with the oh, no. with the windbreaker comes out, right? He's got he's got Jordan ones on, and then uh, you, I love it. As soon as he comes through the ropes, he just goes. Browns are going to do it this year. Big pop. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of somebody who actually keen to Duke work, baby fake. Like I don't want him to be a baby fake. He's too good a heel. He's a good baby uh, fake. He's just too. Is good that a all heel. it takes for you guys in Cleveland? My God, all you have to do is get in the ring and say Cleveland's great and everybody loves you. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Jeez, yeah. the same thing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, I noticed that go, too. How about them pirates? Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, let's not get ridiculous now, but uh, <laughs> go back. Okay, go. I, I have one more question, and I'll field it everybody else probably for the rest of it and something popping up. Uh, with your association with the Duke, the vast majority of the time when that legend comes in for the meet and greet and they do anything during the show, they're getting involved with the Duke and by proxy getting involved with you. Oh, who have been some of your favorite religions to work with in Okanario? Uh, odds, my, my, my first answer, first and foremost, Jeff Jarrett. It is an Ooh. honor being in the ring with him. And then watching yeah. the Duke get crowned get absolute <laughs> crowned with that guitar because it didn't it didn't break all the way through no yeah, it, it didn't was a shatter. halo it was a halo <laughs> on the top of his head it was awesome um, yeah the jeff jarrett one was pretty cool because we actually got to like, like do something with him and we kind of got to go back and forth with him rather than you know duke and whoever it might be just going back and forth um one that stuck out to me though was not necessarily the segment that we had with him in the ring, um, but just like the weekend was with Razor Ramon. Um, we had the luxury to take him down to a show in uh, in Pittsburgh, and I forget what the promotion even was. And uh, picked him up from the airport, had a whole weekend with him. Uh, went to Texas Roadhouse. He bought us dinner. Uh, what gave us pointers on our matches on the way back, you know. So uh, that was a pretty cool weekend. And then again, cap it off, getting to spend a segment with him in the ring at AIW was pretty cool. So that one's up there for me too. And then of course Raven. We wrestled Raven in like our oh, third yeah. match. Oh yeah, dude, ever. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that was, was Wrestle Rager, right? Yeah. That's like that was literally our first actual match like on the same team together, you know, like before we even tagged like by ourselves. We didn't even so, have like we we had like we didn't even have matching gear at that point. Nope. Not even close. Not even close. I mean, it's the same color, but like, I mean, yeah, that, we, show we doesn't, pink. that show doesn't need it. That's like just an yeah. mayhem going yeah. on, right? Like, yeah. nobody noticed. Nobody. I'm going to toss it over to Marcy in a second, but I just want to say, Mikey, when you were doing the millennial gimmick, I was really hoping at some point you would do a dive off the top rope to the outside while taking a selfie with the with the phone. I always wanted to see you do that. I thought that would be a really fun You know gimmick. what's so funny is I is partially the reason why I stopped doing that is because I would have to like travel around with a beater phone mm -hmm. and my beater phone was like a Samsung Galaxy S2. So everybody knew that it was just like, like it was like the most trashy, like everybody knows this is fake. No, this isn't his real phone. <laughs> <laughs> They're come. These pictures are coming out like dog food. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and also it's just like impractical to wrestle with a phone in your pocket. Yeah, I remember uh, at the one Dropkick Diabetes show, you guys, I think we're in a, like a multi-man match, and uh, Jay Hawk was actually roughing that match, and your phone was on the apron, and I was like, take a picture with this phone, and he's like, no. Was that <laughs> a big, like, 
Is that like a big eight man tag? Yeah. Those yeah, like guys versus versus Mega. Mega. yeah. yeah. I think it might have been ten men actually. I think it was ten. Yeah, that was that was nuts. That was, that was, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah the, main reason I, the main reason I I didn't take the picture with the, the with his phone, I wasn't even sure if it was a working phone. I knew it was a beater. You know? I yeah. think it still had a passcode on it. So I don't yeah, even know. It would have worked anyway. <laughs> yeah, like you could tell it was all beat up, but I because I was sitting right like right by it and I was like, oh, it's oh, still yeah. like it's, I still like the gimmick. It was still fun. I still came out with a scooter at that point. Oh, was the, the scooter. <laughs> Forgot about the scooter. Those were the days. Yeah. You Eric, ever did remember the... when go ahead? Eric, do you remember when you had long hair and you wore AJ Styles Ooh. gloves? Ooh. I actually I only wore the AJ Styles gloves for like one match for the debut match, I think. Are you I only really? wore Are one you glove. Really? Yeah, was that de- was that debut match at the brewery? The Golden yeah. Horn Brewery, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that to was see a that hell of a match. Too. Yeah, that yeah. Was... yeah, but he wore that he wore that pink headband for months though. Hey, you that know what? That, the headband it was Malibu. Sick. It was Malibu. Yeah. Eric yeah. Taylor. Oh, that's right. Yes, Malibu. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, you managed to change that. your Twitter handle all the way down. You got yeah. out of that. Yeah, we don't talk about that anymore. Before before I pass it to Marcy, because Marcy's got a a good thing going. I just I have one more question about Eric. The match you had on Go for Broke, um, I'm trying to remember if it was against Dom, where it was the it was the uh, uh, um, the, the draw. Yep. Yeah. So honestly, what what were your thoughts? Because that match really, I, I remember people buzzing like crazy after that match. What did you think, especially wrestling during the pandemic? Did you say to yourself, "Fuck, I wish there were fans here," or did you say to yourself, "I'm taking this and and getting more, like because." It really did catapult you into people's into people's like minds, like right in the front. So, what did you think after that match when you guys got done? Because there was nobody there to give you feedback as far as fans, mm-hmm. so you had to wait till the show aired, right? Till it was till it was edited and everything. What did you think when you were doing that? Because it was it was a great match. It really was. It st- sticks out still to this day. Thank you, first of all. But uh, yeah, I, I, it was obviously a little bit of both. Um, I was excited to be able to have that kind of a match with a guy like Dom. I was so excited about it to be able to, you know, really use it as like a proving ground match. Like you said, I was upset that there wasn't going to be fans there, but I was like, we, we, as you know, the roster, we still weren't a hundred percent sure what the show was really going to be and how it was going to come together. Um, I thought it came together pretty well. And I think that more so after the match, I was like, damn, I wish there was fans there because I think that they really would have just been so alive for it. Um, and it would have been so loud. And it was so fun. It, w- it was really a fun match to to be a part of. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest, almost shit myself before because I was freaking out about it. You know, like I, I, it's a 20-minute match against Dom. Like I'm like, oh, my God, what, what's going on? Really, my first singles match in AIW, I mean, there was – there was a couple of like the short ones uh, before that and in a couple of the previous shows. But uh, I mean, yeah, that was my first real singles match. So that, that was, that was a big task for me. (laughs) And it was, uh, you know, both mentally and physically, I mean, a 20 minute match. That's, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a long time to wrestle. And, uh, but yeah, that, that was, that was, that's one of my top matches that I've ever had for sure. Absolutely. I give it I, that's up there for me. That that whole series, that one stuck out yeah. pretty high. Mars. Oh, yeah. So, Eric, so a couple of years ago, y'all were on Pod Van Dam and a tweet was unrivaled about your uh, certain hair care uh, tendencies. You oh, had. boy. Here we go. Here but we this, go. This, we're, we're a podcast. We want to give everyone their redemption. So maybe in those, this time you've learned some new secret hair tech that you can share with the people <laughs> to be like, I know what I'm talking about. 
<laughs> um, oh boy. Uh, well, Eric, I have, what order do you use your hair products I, in? I I figured out the order. Darn it. Okay. Um, nothing new though. I tell you that. Just shampoo and conditioner. But you know Can what? I, Actually, before I cut my hair, I got a special curling conditioner because my hair was so curly. So I would use that like once every like week and a half or something. Can I ask you a question, Eric? Yeah, for sure. What's up? Do you leave your conditioner in until you do your body wash and you rinse off your entire body? Um, that okay. took way so too long usually, to answer that question. Well, because I'm debating now if maybe I if like my order is like a completely different order from everyone else's. So usually I I feel like I'm about to get judged. I feel like <laughs> I, I wash my body first. And then I do my shampoo, and then I do my conditioner. No, that's wrong. Is that wrong? That's, is that that's like wrong. is that like blasphemy? Because I well, I, mean, I just can I tell you my order, and then everybody else can tell me if that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Your order. So, so my order, right, is you start off with shampoo. Fair. You rinse. You rinse that off. Then you put the conditioner in. Then, okay. then you start with the body wash. You body okay. wash, and then you rinse everything out at the same time. And you and remember then, to do it that way every single time? Yeah. Because yeah, I've been, I've been showering for like h- however long I've been alive. So Probably for you, like, it's like muscle memory at this point. That's how you, I... Hang on, Eric. Mikey do you shower said... differently every time? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> because yeah, like, no, 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 nobody... Yay, none, none of this now. None of this. You guys aren't going to gang up on me, okay? Because, no, I'm with you, Eric. Honestly, I don't. I don't shower the same every you single time. You don't have any hair yeah. to worry about at all. It doesn't <laughs> do anything. You can I do don't. whatever you want. Okay, fair I don't. Point. However, I'm with them now. I, I still Listen, don't. Eric, I still don't I do have, the same exact I, routine every time. I, I have an eight-year-old daughter. The way I taught her to do it is exactly what Mikey does. You take the shampoo, comes out, conditioner, body wash, face soap, conditioner comes out. You're done. Out of the I, shower. To be perfectly, I don't know. I, I've never thought about it. To be perfectly honest, usually when I'm showering, I'm just rushing. I'm trying to get out of there because I hate being wet. But there's I'm an efficiency to it. There's a, there's an actual efficiency to it. Marcy, you have long hair too, right? Shampoo, turn the conditioner in. That's sure. you Mike, have, Mikey's way is the way. Yes. But I also like I, I'm also like not free of sins, right? So like when I get out of the shower, like I have a thing about. I also have a thing about being wet. So I will come like completely dry my body and i mean completely like yeah. i will blow dry my hair i will blow dry my body until it's completely dry until <laughs> I, before i put on underwear or socks or any anything other of the sort i do not like being wet and having clothes on that is that is my yeah. biggest pet peeve i was gonna, i i do remember him saying that I, I remember that about about my good pal mikey there we're, we're still talking about wrestling right i'm just <laughs> Just trying to remember where I went, where I am. Pause it, Mikey. Pause it. <laughs> We're getting to know them on a personal level. Yes, but... <laughs> yes. I, I always have to ask that question at least once during this podcast. At least once. Marcy was the one asking about, you know, personal care tips. You know? Yeah, yeah. No, well, I, I get it. We're trying to help the listeners out. You know, maybe they don't know something. Yeah, maybe yeah, they're learning I'm about trying, themselves, you know. I'm they, trying they to inform Eric and therefore informing the listener. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. What are you going to do? I'm not changing the way that I shower. Darn it. You should. It's just a suggestion. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, just try it. You know, just a suggestion. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, well, um, so Mikey, I know you're a Sonic boy. What do you think the best Sonic game is? And why is it Shadow the Hedgehog? It, it's Shadow the Hedgehog because he has a gun. It's so and, sad. And, and the general in that game has two different color eyes, if I remember correctly. <laughs> 
That's the yeah. most American reason and, and, ever. And he has a picture has a of gun. Sonic, and 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 the president has a picture of Sonic on his on his desk that he looks to very longingly. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> no, um, no. In in my honest opinion, my favorite game to play that feels good to play is Frontiers, and that's going to get me a lot of hate, but. Because the boost button is the right trigger, it feels like a racing game, and that's how Sean, Sonic should feel because he's fast. Um, but the only, the only, my only gripe about that game is because it it feels empty because there's just it just feels repetitive because there's not a lot of stuff to do uh, it's, besides it's just good, like circling enemies. It's a good building ground for something more. Yeah, for sure. Like the next one is going to be fire for sure if Sega doesn't f it up. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Frontiers is a fun game to play. I, I I finished Sonic Mania like three weeks ago. It's really hard and it, it was really frustrating, but it was fun, I guess. Oh man, you're so good. Yeah. But yeah, in, in my opinion, it's it's Frontiers. Uh Shadows is probably like third. Sonic. Uh have you the there's like an online mod for Sonic 06 that people made it like really, really good. So that's probably like number two. I don't know if I could get people back to that. I just have a lot of bad memories from that. You know, it's called Project 06. It's it's like it's they basically just remade the game from the ground up, fixing all the bugs and fixing all the UI issues. It's actually pretty fun. I'll have to check into that. Brothers, do you have anything before I have my last thing? Oh, I have a couple things. So go ahead and do your last thing, and then I'll I'll jump in. No, no, I'm, we're, my thing is the last. Your thing's the last thing. thing. Okay, I think oh, it should be the, the last. Then thing. Let me ask one more question because their trainer Derek Dillinger texted me and he said he said he uh, his question is rate his chops. Where'd you rank his chops? I hate Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Derek likes to go in there and hurt me. No, Derek's Derek's chops are very hard, but they're very they're. Uh, they're what they should be. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say he's the I one who taught me how to chop the correct way. Yeah, so I feel like I don't like. Uh, I don't know if, if you have a bigger gonna... chest than I do. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna hate me for this, but like his chops don't stand out to me. Oh you know? no, you can't, <laughs> you can't! You can't do that. His chops oh. don't stand out to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching my back next time I'm in the ring with him, mm-hmm. but they don't stand out to me. I don't know. I, I just Ooh. like Dom's stand out to me. Uh, Josh's stand out to me. Thorns stand out to me oh but um yeah i don't know butters cut that segment for the uh for the twitter machine i've been in the ring more with derek though than that's true uh, than eric has that's true too yeah i can can vouch i can vouch for derek and say that his chops are hard yeah you were in the in the biggins tournament with him and then uh when he drew drew me in the guardrail on the yeah yeah and then eric you were in the in the jaylet tournament against derek and dom yeah, that yeah that was hell for the beginning there, huh? That, that sucked, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was another. Both those matches for you guys were both like like coming like real real coming to uh, coming of age matches. So mm-hmm. I think either thing with Derek, I don't think he's going to be too happy about the uh, chop comment. But yeah. you know, yeah. it is <laughs> okay. what it is. Everybody gets okay. receipts, sure. So, what is the worst ring name you've ever heard? <laughs> Uh, oh, do God. I have to openly bury somebody on the? Ooh. On the uh, you just have to bury the name. You don't have to bury the actual person. Uh, no, bury the person. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: it's like when I hear bad indie wrestling names, I just think they're great. So, so Eric knows this one better than I do because I think he's actually seen him wrestle. 
and it's Uh-oh. uh it's it's stamp lickage <laughs> dude dude stamp lickage is my dad's favorite wrestler okay i finally get to tell this story i'm gonna tell it real quick because it's fantastic so oh my god so this was before we even debuted and we did a ring rental for uh what high school i think it was berkshire high school and so we went down to berkshire high school high school in the middle of nowhere and so stamp lickage was the superintendent of this high school and they were doing like this retirement match for him and he was like the champion for whatever promotion it was right and we were told that we might be able to like have a match on the show just to practice or whatever for like a pre-show or whatever you know i think it was me arthur chuck was there i thought mikey was there but i guess not nope um and so we're sitting there and eventually we we for whatever reason weren't going to be able to to wrestle and we were like okay well, we'll watch the show we had nothing else to do and so it gets to the main event and his opponent comes out don't even remember who it was and so first of all everyone's wearing stamp lickage t-shirts like everyone <laughs> knows like who he is. And if, if you if you haven't picked it up already this dude's gimmick is he's a mailman okay he's a mailman so his entrance music begins with you've got mail and then it immediately goes and then it just drops and everyone, when I tell you, everyone lost their freaking minds when that drop hit. It was the in- most insane atmosphere I've ever been a part of. It was actually crazy. And everyone's chanting, stamp legged. Like it was in it was crazy. And we were all on the floor laughing. Dom was there, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he might be able to tell you a little bit about it. But so now Was he any good? Was he a good wrestler? <laughs> or was he- you know what? He did his job. He did his job. Uh the crowd is hot for him, so if, if you're over, right? does that make you a yeah. good wrestler? Right. I think <laughs> I mean, yes. Exactly. Yes, you're right. Exactly. Sure. He was over. He was over as hell. So that was that was hilarious. I came home right away. I told my dad about it. He was like, "He's my new favorite wrestler." I was like, "Okay, ouch, but yeah, sure." <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of my head, I can't really think of any bad indie names. Really, oh, I mean, plenty. like all every, what about everybody's Bert name is really. Oh well, that's not real. <laughs> I, I choose not. I I. Bert Dangle is, is a feeling in your heart. <laughs> no, uh, but like, I mean, all of our names are bad, really. I mean, they're fake. They're super fake. Yeah, but that's the best part is like you could choose any name in the world because it's you, you get to choose it. And they yeah. some of the, the names people choose are just really bad. It's really funny. Yeah. No, it is. It is funny. Um, like, I like to say anything with the name Draven in it. There's a million Dravens uh, in pro wrestling. The, the reason why I ask is because uh, Kevin Steen told a story uh, on his uh, show a long time ago that when he was in Canada, he he wrestled a guy named Little Asshole, and that was the guy's wrestling name. <laughs> and and he said that ever, was the worst name he's ever heard for a wrestler was oh Little Asshole. Well, you know I what? can't remember. I can't remember where Chuck Taylor did it, but I I think he was giving like a. It was some sort of like panel or something, but he was he had a notes app thing. Yes, yes. Of like really bad wrestling names that he came yes. up with, and I in. I really want to find that video because it's really funny. It is. Yes, yeah. that, that video is amazing. And some of the names are really good. Like there's he, he cut out some of the names because he said it would get them canceled. So I really want to know what those names were. Yeah, exactly. had to be really I want good. that notes app. Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any pre-show rituals that you always do before your matches? Sit down in front of the uh, curtain and have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I get in my gear really early, like as like 
before doors sometimes even are open, like before fans are let in, I'm in my gear. Even if I'm in, in like, you know, after the intermission, uh, yeah. I just, I feel like getting in my gear early helps me get into a, a, a better mindset about what I'm about to go and do. Uh, yeah. I, Eric, I, don't, I don't really, I don't know. I've tried to have like pre-show rituals, but like, I don't know, something always happens and I'm never able to do it. So I just, sometimes, sometimes when Eric doesn't stretch before, like if he doesn't do his little, like, uh, what do you, what do you call them? Butt kicks? Right. Yeah, I do you some. Do I do bucket. some butt kicks sometimes. I do like to do some stretching. Uh, if he doesn't stretch before stretching. he goes out during the entrance, he will like almost tear his quads every time. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, a lot of the I'm times during our entrance, he'll look over at me and be like, "I almost just tore both my quads." Yep. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> that happens. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> Trying to make okay, man well, it or what? Uh, you just know what? Springing into the ring. Yeah. Yeah. What about like pre-show meal? Do you have a specific meal you do that you eat before I can't show? Eat. I it's still can't other. eat before a show. Yeah, I mean, that's... No matter what I do, I have to take a PGP, which if you don't know what that is, it's a pregame poop every single time. Every single time. Sorry if that's too much information, guys, but it is. You know, it's, I it's, dig it's, it, it's man. Real. It's just real. No matter how much I eat or how little, I always have to take, like, 15 bathroom breaks. And Mikey knows this. I did this on Friday. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, I'll be looking at it. We're, we're planning and stuff and whatnot. And I'm just like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom and then I'll come back and then we'll talk a little bit. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom one more time. And then I'm going to go to the bathroom six more times every single time, no matter what, without fail. I don't know what it is. It's actually that go- dates back even to like grade school and like sports and stuff. Every time just got to clear everything out. Don't know what it is. My body on show days just kind of like shuts down. Yeah. It just like, it doesn't even want to like do anything. It's just like, don't eat anything. Yeah, drink minimal a, water yeah like you need to save and, everything that you have for tonight yeah yeah okay so let's do some word association oh shit <laughs> i love this game mm-hmm. well, it's gonna be name association i guess i should say okay uh let's start with uh money shot mustaches Ooh, fair um uh goose egg you got a goose egg no knee pads <laughs> uh, city shooters. Great. uh Rip City Shooters, Wild Men. Loud. H2V2. Young. Uh, ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> the Production. Eric? I don't really have I'd like, a... I'd, I'd like to see you two defend the titles against the production. I'd like to see that get there someday. Worthy contenders. Yeah, yeah. When, would have, when, when was the last time they even tagged an AIW? Uh, I know they tagged the Halloween show, but I know that yeah. they, they're undefeated as a tag team. So, well, I mean, when you only wrestle as a tag team like once every seventeen years, oh, hey, happen? What? What? They're the enjoy tag team champions. Yeah, well, that's enjoy. That's okay. Uh, to answer that question, as far as a main show goes, not counting the Halloween show, not counting the Akron Street Festival, Ruffle Rave Two, March tenth of last year, last time they actually teamed up together in AIW. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang! It's a while. Uh, walking season. Uh, fun. Um, easy. Don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't know if this is killing it or anything, but friends. The Bang Bros. Insane in a good way. Nice guys. PME. Far. We we uh we haven't wrestled them in a while. Yeah. Distant. Members only. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> I was gonna say up and coming, but yeah, yeah. that too. That too. A Fonzie. Traitor. Jocelyn Navarro. Amazing. Uh what is her thing? What does she say? What? What's the little what's the little tagline gimmick she uses? Her little four syllable thing? Like 
something oh down with the bitches and hoes yeah down with the bitches and hoes <laughs> sure sure <laughs> uh the duke rich uh father figure hmm. oh nice oh john Thorne. Sir, uh angry father figure <laughs> <laughs> um that's a good one mikey actually I'll, I'll i'll tag along with that one yeah all right marcy okay so like last year bitcoin itself has taken a giant dive and oh. continues to do so to the point i'd say y'all are bigger than bitcoin at this point Ooh. it's it's a lost cause so i'm i'm like to provide some uh rebranding opportunities if you will <laughs> oh i'm i'm listing Please. i have my invest right. i have my investment portfolio yeah, next um, to me currently for- First of all, say whether you like or hate the Duke, he knows his finances. So I think he should just start his own coin. We get Duke coin, you become the Duke coin boys. As a promotional tactic, he can hand out actual Duke coins to the people. Okay, and you know, he wanted to get people to like him. I Very think true. that's the way. You give him some Duke coins, everyone will love him. Very true. NFTs, okay. yeah, yeah. Or you know what? Maybe you want to go like you want to go the meme route. Uh, Dogecoin has failed a little bit, but you know what? I think it could be brought back up. Mm-hmm. Become the Dogecoin boys. You can have your own little, little Doges with you as well. People <laughs> love dogs. Here's the thing, though: it's got to be an alliteration. So the Dogecoin dudes. That's my only critique to that. That's okay. Oh, yeah. ooh! Now you're putting a twist on this. I got to rethink. You're gonna, you're gonna make now. them come down to the ring with Shiba Inus. Those dogs are little <laughs> yeah. assholes. Hey, we can't. You know what? I'm dogs. okay with that. I'm okay with that. Give us the dog. <laughs> or you know. Logan Paul's blowing up in wrestling. Everyone knows him from the WWE. He has, you know, the Crypto Zoo. That game is it's it's totally coming out. It's real, guys. We swear it's being worked <laughs> on. Um, can be the Crypto Zoo crew, or alternatively, Ooh. just like the Egg Boys or something. I don't know. There's eggs or something. <laughs> the with Egg it. Boys. The, the Egg, egg Boys. boys. <laughs> that might go on the uh, that might go on the worst uh, indie names list. Actually, from earlier. You might attract a whole different demographic, but it's fine. Uh, or you know what? You want to go corporate, like a corporate socks, and you like alliteration. The Best Buy Boys. And you get Ooh. a sponsorship like that. You get all the fridges and televisions you want. It, it just huh. it makes sense. You get you get that nice little corporate sponsorship. Get some get the real money. Best we, Buy have a, we have a subdivision called the Geek Squad, right? Oh, I like that. Yeah. Can... <laughs> or that that's our that's our fan section, maybe. And well, Geek and Squad this... would be H two V two. Boom! Burn. They have to and come out like three. polo shirts. And this last one, admittedly, is just for me, but I think that all the other people would love it as well. Uh, we can just rebrand to the Femboys. Yeah, you guys were in that Twink Battle Royal that one time. Yeah, <laughs> we were. We were. You just really you know, you just do what you're doing now. You just incorporate some thigh highs, some old, some blush. <laughs> It'll be perfect. Oh yeah. <laughs> I haven't tried lipstick yet. We'll have to figure out what my shade is. Yeah. My skin gets really bad. No. Um no, inside baseball here, there is there have been like me and Eric have discussed uh a couple of times and we've written down stuff of like what we would change our name to because ultimately we do realize that that crypto is not necessarily the most brilliant marketing strategy for an independent wrestling tag team. So Especially uh, now, uh maybe maybe a couple of years ago it was a, it was a little bit uh, better but you know you know there's 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 you, there's always that thought in our back of the heads just like what can we name ourselves but ultimately as of right now what people know us as are the bitcoin boys so yeah, it's you... kind of it, it is difficult to break out of that thing like okay well then when or how do we tell people that we want to be called something different and you, when when this thing that we've been called for three plus years has worked for so long 
So. I think you just do a skit where you're just looking at the socks and you just see how much Bitcoin is actually tanked and you realize you lost all your money on it. Yeah, you could oh, be like the dollar yeah. dudes or like the loose change <laughs> loose loose change crew or something like that. What? The loose the loose chain lads. I guess what needs to happen loose is change you have to put the name up in like a ladder match uh and, and you lose the name, the rights to the name, and then, then you could you know have something else because you lost the rights to the name. I thought about something during COVID, uh, and Eric knows about this, is I wanted to I wanted to call ourselves the the broke boys. And then, oh. uh, and then do like an always sunny sort of like, like skit comedy show where we like do different odd jobs trying to get money, eventually oh, like trying to all. buy like trying to buy like a new name. So, but I and then eventually we come up with one or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. That'd be fun. Like stuff like that uh, works. Like if you're gonna <laughs> instead of just rebranding yourself and like just once one and done. Like if you do like a whole series of stuff to do it, I think that that makes it a lot more exactly. fun. Yeah, there's a, there's ways to do it. Um, but as long as you're telling the story of why and all that stuff, I think that people kind of start to catch on and understand. So yeah, it's too bad you're not ready now because you could have used like <laughs> put all your money into like Silicon Valley Bank. <laughs> and he lost it, and now you guys can't be Bitcoin boys anymore, and you got to get rid of Duke. Then there's all sorts of K-pop <laughs> possibilities. Well, you know, you know all those, that's the thing about professional wrestling is like there's infinite stories to be told, and we're mm-hmm. like, and me and Eric are so young, like we've only gotten the chance to tell this one story so far. Yeah, we're, I like there's so many, there's so much more time that we have to tell all these fun stories. No doubt. Is, which is the awesome thing about professional wrestling is it's not cyclical and we don't have to wait for anything. It's just here to here to here to here. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a bunch of voicemails for you guys. So Ooh, uh, we're going to cool. get into- really awesome. Okay, first up is Caleb. Hey, it's Caleb from Observational Banner here, leaving a message for Mikey Montgomery and Eric Taylor. Hope you guys are having a great day today. So while I do love the team name of Bitcoin Boys, Bitcoin's kind of falling off. You know, it's still valuable, but it wasn't really as big. So if you guys are looking for a change, uh, I have some recommendations for you guys. Uh, The Crypto Kids, I feel like it would be pretty bad. Uh, The Dogecoin Dudes. Oh, no, it's take off. I can feel it. Uh, the Ethereum like. Ensemble, you know, kind of a uh, <laughs> kind of obscure, but I think it could work out. And then uh, my personal favorite is NFTT, non fungible tag team. Uh, so yeah, you guys are welcome. If you do use any of those, <laughs> I uh, plan to receive a royalty check per appearance. Anyway, have a good day. I feel See, like uh, I feel like people are trying to tell you something. I don't know what's guys, happening. Yeah, here. that's a second one in, in half hour at this point. Wow, <laughs> so many great suggestions. Non fungible tag team is actually a really great name. That yes. is kind of that's kind of fantastic. Cool. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I hate Shout to tell you though, Caleb, if, do, if they do you Dogecoin dudes though, Eric came up with that before he heard you. Go, you wouldn't yep. get wrong. I almost one. I almost made shirts with with that name on them like last year, and I I ended up not doing it. So I have proof. <laughs> all right up next is uh your trainer derek dillinger oh, hello God. This is derek dillinger aiw intense champion also yes. one half of the bitcoin boys mikey montgomery and eric taylor's trainer i'm leaving a message for mikey montgomery actually a question 
I once was going to the beach to meet up with some friends, and Mikey Montgomery was there on a date, and he was using a fitted sheet as uh, <laughs> like a towel to sit on on the sand. It changed my life, changed the world for me. It's a very, you know, unique thing that I've never saw before. So this question's for Mikey. Mikey, can you please tell us um, some more uh, special dating tips and tricks that you may have? I know you're dating my manager, so they better be good tips and tricks or I'm going to be very upset. All right. Um, I love you. Goodbye. Wow. Uh, so first of all, Derek, you're wrong. It wasn't a fitted sheet. It was just a regular sheet off of a twin size <laughs> mattress. Uh, this was a very long time ago. Uh, but I will, I will let you in on a couple of dating tips. Uh, one, go to Dave and Buster's chicks love yeah. Dave and Buster's. And all, and all you really have to do is just sit in front of the Angry Birds coin crasher machine for a couple hours and you get like 10,000 tickets. And then you go in there and you get a stuffed Sonic and you, or, or, a, or a, uh, or a Sonic, uh, mystery box. And, uh, you go home happy and you go on Wednesdays. So you don't spend a lot of money because it's half price games. Uh, Mikey, I'll tell you I, this. You want to, you, you want to, you want me to date you guys because you guys are very young. I used to go to Dave and Buster's in the nineties when they wouldn't let you in unless you were 21 or over. And it was a bar with some video games and some like, uh, like uh, bowling and like Papa shot or whatever. Um, You know, what's funny is, is that's that same concept is coming back as like scene 20 or I think it's like scene 75 or something like that. It's, it's the literally exactly what you just described after a certain point in the day, like at five o'clock, they don't let anybody in who's not 21. And it's mostly bowling and uh, some arcade games, but and a big bar, and those are becoming more in fashion too. Uh, smaller prize areas, though, no Sonic merch, so I'm not interested. But uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of date. You know, what's funny is I don't go out a lot. Me and Ziggy have been dating so long that we. Just, we have like one day a week that we go out to like Cheesecake Factory or PF Chang's and half price games at Dave and Buster's, and that's it. That's we what's up. Do more fun stuff. All right. Uh, up next is the other JB. Hey there, IW guy. It is the other JB here. Uh, Looks like y'all had a nice time over at uh, 216 on Friday. Sorry I couldn't make it. I'm disappointed I couldn't make it. But, you know, I was, you know, out there making movies. Alrighty. So you've got the Bitcoin boys in studio. Um, and, um, I've got a question that I want to direct towards Eric Taylor and I guess the panel, but it's mostly, uh, centered around Eric Taylor. So your future is too bright. So what is your least favorite, um, for source of light, um, that necessitates, um, that, uh, those you know, pretty stellar sunglasses. Not quite the uh, as stellar as the uh, Butters and Twenty Seven Club sunglasses, but I digress. Um, I say I'll say that my least favorite is the LED lights, headlights on a lot of these uh, new SUVs. Uh, they're way too bright. Um, I don't need to be able to. People don't need to be able to see through what they're going to hit before they hit them. Um, I think you just need to you know maybe slow down a little bit. Um, and maybe have, you know, it doesn't need to be so bright. All right. Yeah. Yep. No, hundred percent agree with him. Um, 
LED headlights on any cars. Nothing sparks my road mate my road rage more than high beams and bikers. Hate hate bike like bicycles, not motorcycles, bicycles. I don't believe we should share the road. Go find a bike path. Um just to air my my laundry there. But yep, LEDs. Thanks, JB. <laughs> what is no, the J- world? JB JB was 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 fully was fully right on, on the LED headlights. Yeah. Every time I'm driving on like a small rural road and like a Toyota Tacoma 2022 <laughs> comes up with their high beams on yes. and they blow directly through my irises. Yes. I, 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 I contemplate never getting back on that road again. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Uh, up next is Derek Dillinger again. I called in once already <laughs> this evening. I want you to put this we know. a little bit later on in the call so they're not back to back. It's going to be respectful to all the other phone callers. Um, but this question again is from Mikey Montgomery. Uh, Mikey, I know you're a very okay. avid bowler. Um, yeah. When are you going to invite me to come bowl with you guys? Because I like bowling, you know. I, I'm pretty good at the 710 split. Um, so please invite me. Um, please invite, you know, the whole gang. I think we would all have a good time bowling. All right. Um, have a good evening. Bye-bye. Derek, if you could hit a 7-10 split, I will personally give you $50. I don't believe that you could hit a 7-10 split. I would, love to, I would love to take the AIW crew bowling. Uh, that is a possibility uh, coming up in June. If, if 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 anybody would like to film it, I think that would be a great idea because we're doing the West Side Bowl again. Yeah, uh, we're coming this uh, coming this summer, so that would be a great thing to film and put out for maybe a Patreon or a YouTube or definitely. A, so you know, maybe that maybe would be out. really fun. But guess what? Derek and Ziggy are booked and enjoy that same night. Oh darn it, dude! I was gonna say we, me and Mikey, defend the tag titles against Derek and Ziggy in a bowling uh, game. If you look at Twitter, you know I serve Ziggy every time we go bowling. <laughs> yep, yep. So we defend the tag titles against Ziggy and Derek in a bowling game. Yep. <laughs> they don't have so, to take a chop. I've yep. seen work idea. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Derek, I, 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 w- I would love to take you and the crew out bowling. I think that would be, that'd be perfect. I love bowling so much. I'm really good. <laughs> Uh, up next is AIW referee Tom Dunn. Hi, this is AIW referee Tom Dunn, and I have a yeah. question for the Bitcoin boys. Uh, you guys can answer this individually, please. It's fuck, Mary kill. Duke, Ziggy, and for Eric, Mikey, and for Mikey, Eric. Go. Ooh. Oh, what uh, the hell, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not fucking Duke. So, I guess I got to fuck Eric. Thanks. Yeah. I got to murder Duke, I guess. And I, and I marry old Ziggy. <laughs> oh, God. This question is so much harder for me. <laughs> good god um okay okay <laughs> wait can we change it wait can we change it to make it like not my girlfriend <laughs> like, dude, I... 
<laughs> like he did not make that question fair. I feel like that's the that's the whole point. You know, we're just gonna run with it, okay? We're just gonna run with it. Do it. No, it. No, dude, it's fine. It's fine. I won't be offended. Okay. We're gonna kill Ziggy. We're just gonna nip it in the butt. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you gotta fuck me or Duke? <laughs> you know what? I'm returning the favor to you, Mikey. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'll do ya. I'll do ya. And I'll and I'll marry you. Know Duke, I like right? it, Eric. We'll be a, oh god. We'll be a big, big happy family. Yeah, All you right. marry Duke, you get the uh, you, you break up with him, and then you take him for half. It's good. Yeah, yeah. You got, See, you got it's a financial decision. It's a financial. Yeah. You gotta decision. wait after. You gotta wait yeah. after tax season, though. Yeah, yeah. You do. You move to North Carolina. You wait till Duke cheat on you. There you and go. You get North Carolina. Yeah. If they cheat on you, you not only get half of your partner earning, but you also get half of the person he cheated with earning. Yeah. Oh, yep. Why do you? Why one. do you know that? <laughs> Do my That's record. a good question. Why do you yeah, know that? Yeah. Yeah. We can't just skip over that. What in the world? It's on a tweet, probably. Yeah, my my goal used to be to marry Katy Perry, have her cheat on me with like Grunkle Brand or somebody, and then profit. That's fair. That's All fair. right, let's get strategy. on to Derek Dillinger voicemail number three. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hello, this is Eric Dillinger again. I've called a couple times. Are you kidding me? Eric Taylor, I um, I know you're on live with Mikey here. I don't want you to think I'm playing favorites to Mikey, but you know, Mikey is probably my favorite against you because you beat me up. You're beating me up in Absolution, or not Absolution, uh, Jalen, I'm sorry. And I didn't like that. But Eric Taylor, I do know that you are an avid nightlife goer in um, downtown Cleveland. Uh, what's your top five uh, nightclubs that you go to? Um, and why is it uh, the farm? All right, thank you. Bye. Um. Huh. I haven't been as much. I haven't been as much. I will say that. But the farm probably is uh, my top one. I do. I like myself some country music. I got to be honest. But when it's live, it's significantly better. Um, but it has to be early 2000s. I'm very specific. Um, but so I'll, I'll go there. I like I like Goodnight John Boy. Uh, so those two, those two are probably my top two. Goodnight John Boy, for anyone that doesn't know, is like a 70s theme bar. Um so I'll go those two. Honestly, other than that, I don't really like going to any of the other places. Dante's freaking sucks. I'm sorry. I don't care what anyone says. Don't like Dante's anymore. Uh, Barley House is gross. Ivy's gross. Dive Bar's cool. I like going to Dive Bar because um, it's usually pretty chill. Um, so I'll, I'll go, I'll go with those three. In it. Well, oh, I love that? Dive Bar. Dive Bar? Yeah. Love uh, it. I mean, you know, I'm younger, I, so I, I didn't mind it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you know. I haven't been going out as much, but so those are probably my top three and I'll call it there. All right. Uh, up next is Ronald two legs. Hello everyone. Hello. IW guide. Hello to the current AIW tag team champions, the Bitcoin boys. How's everyone doing today? Uh, just was calling in. Uh, I just had a few questions. Uh, well, just one, really. Uh, I was curious what uh, the Bitcoin boys' uh, favorite favorite thing about the new venue is. Um, I liked it a lot. Um, there was a couple things I didn't like, but that's because uh, I had to carry stuff. So uh, that, that's my qualm with it. But uh, enough about that. Uh, what did you like? I know Mikey. I know Mikey didn't like that back door because he kept yelling about how cold it was. So I know that was his probably least favorite thing. Uh, everyone kept opening that back door and it was freezing back there. But what did you love like most about it? Um, I really liked all the rooms along the side. I liked the the balcony space. I liked um, the way it looked on camera. I, I liked the new venue a lot. So I was curious 
everyone uh, the current the current AIW tag team champs thought. So yeah, let me know. Love you guys. Bye bye. He is right about that door. I was kind of pissed about that door. Uh, there's this door behind where the curtain was that we were getting the the ring up through. Uh, that everybody, when they were going back out to do literally whatever, they would just leave that door open. And I'm just a naturally cold individual, so I was yelling to shut the door like every two minutes. Uh, but my favorite thing about that venue is it has like if you're backstage, you can go, you can go up to the the balcony and then there's this little staircase that goes down to a secret door that gets you through the crowd so that you don't have to go through the through the curtain and walk through everybody and i just thought like it had all these it 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 does have all these cool little like ways through the building that you would never think of but you have to kind of think about and i guess that was a problem for some people but i really liked it where was this where was this door you didn't want to tell me about this door i was going no, if you go, so say and, we're and looking the top out part of the balcony, or like yeah, like where we no, were. No. So so say we're say right now we're looking we're in the back behind the curtain and right. we're looking out towards the crowd. Right, right. If you go to the right and you go up that staircase that gets you to the balcony, r- r- down by where we were doing promos, there's a little staircase that went down that went down through the crowd so you could get out. What, dude? I yeah. did not see that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. The more you know, you wow. got two months to plan now. You okay. got you got a yeah. way to get your exit All strategy right. now. All sure, right. that's cool. That's cool. I would just say um, again, I don't really know if this is because of like the way that the building is set up, or if it was just because everyone was just lit on Friday. But just the atmosphere of it and the way the noise carries, um, yeah, and just the overall the overall atmosphere of it, I just I really enjoyed. It felt bigger. All right. Uh, our final call, as always, is Stan from Burlington. Pope Factory? Hi, it's me, Stan, from Burlington. Right now, I'm a ball of emotion. I saw my favorite wrestler, Dom Greeny, beat Timothy Thatcher on Friday night at the new AIW Cleveland location. That place looked great. I heard it's called the Temple. Nothing like a little spirituality to mix in with the nihilism that accompanies most indie wrestling shows. Right, Marcy? <laughs> hey, I see you guys took my advice from last week's call and went back to an interview show. Look, let's not see this as a failure. I mean, maybe the four of you discussing your weekends followed by three hours of recorded wrestling shows to review just isn't good enough for content. Or maybe what you're really doing with these interview shows is looking for a potential new fourth chair to replace Jay Gold. I mean, I couldn't blame you if you were. But guys, if you notice, when I began my call, I didn't say my normal. I don't know if you remember me. Because this week, I know you guys remember me. And frankly, no pun intended, I think you're sticking it to me. Yeah, sticking it to me. I'll explain. It's Purple Belt time. Yes, the regular segment when I review all the reasons I needed to yank my Dom Grady purple belt keychain this week. Issue one, and it's the only one. Your guests. The Bitcoin boys. The finance bros. I saw what you did to members only on Friday night. I saw what the Duke did. I'm so angry. Hey guys, remember last week when I talked on the show about the art classes I'm taking? Yeah. The not-quite-tasteful drawings I've been doing of Dom and Malcolm? Yeah. Oh, no. 
<laughs> We've been moving on a bit. Now we're talking some going. of our favorite works of religious iconography. Hey, Eric and Mikey, you guys are in my drawing this week. Yeah, oh, God. I copied The Kiss of Judas by Giotto, a proto-Renaissance Florentine painter. I did. It's a the kiss that Judas gave to Jesus before betraying him in the Garden of Gethsemane. But I gave it my own touch. I depicted sweet Malcolm Cambridge as Jesus. And the Duke as Judas the betrayer. And you two as part of the evil Sanhedrin. I did. Then I threw feces on it while I yanked my Dom Garita keychain. Charlie, Big Old, Jayhawk, Beat Marcy, I think we need to reassess our relationship. If you're not sticking it to me, you should have members only on ASAP. Because otherwise, the next time you hear my voice, it won't be on this show. All you'll hear is, hey, Joe, hey, Adam, it's Stan. First time, long time. <laughs> okay, okay. You can't end on a sour note like that. Let's play another round of what doesn't belong and why. Yeah, let's okay. do it. What the fuck? Charlie, remember to pause and let everyone guess. Okay, here we go. What doesn't belong and why? A, Dom Garini. <laughs> B, the Bitcoin boys. C, Jay Gold. I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to say me again. I have to say me. Why? I, I just I can't fathom where I would fit into this, but Stan manages to always find something. I mean, I'm just gonna go out on the limb and say because he's not he's not too thrilled with you right now, and he for sure hates you, Jay Gold. So I think he just likes Dom, and that's that's my yeah, my, my through line there. He's very unhappy with the Bitcoin boys right now. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Jay Gold because. Uh, he is not the one that Jay Gold has not been explicitly mentioned as one that has been drawn. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I'm going to say that he's teasing a, uh, a next drawing. Mm. You'll see. Well, obviously the answer is A, Dom Garini. Because unlike the other two, Dom Garini would never sell out his dear sweet friends for 30 pieces of cryptocurrency. <laughs> oh, okay, gotta God. go, Mike. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I was oh. technically right. Technically, <laughs> was that was that AI? That that was AI. Right? <laughs> I no. can guarantee you that a human being on the phone. All right. Uh, so that's all we got. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to plug? Um, Eric knows well, our dates better than I do. Yeah. So first of all, uh, just selfishly, don't know if it's going to be streamed anywhere later or anything. April sixth, I am wrestling Josh Prohibition at. Independence High School for a great cause. Um, I think that he has it on the poster. Uh, might have a link in his bio, but you can guys, you guys can go donate there uh, for the cause. Um, so we're doing that, and then April eighth, we're going to be at Freelance Underground wrestling for the Freelance Underground Tag Team Championships. Um, and then from there, April twenty second, Akron. And if anything else pops up, you can find us um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. My Instagram is. My Instagram and Twitter is at FutureTubeBright, F-U-T-R, the number two, B-R-I-T-E, and Mikey's is? Uh, my Twitter is uh, at, uh, ooh, wait, is it? I don't know. Oh, it's uh, at Montgomery underscore M21, and then my uh, Instagram is Mikey Montgomery BB, all one word, all lowercase. Excellent. All right. Well, we appreciate having you guys on. Thank you for joining us. Seriously, it was great having you. You guys really kept everything flowing, and uh, and we appreciate that. And you guys are Bra us. Brainbuster Tees uh, homies too, because you have yes. your you have merch up on Brainbuster Tees like we do. So, yep, we do. We have both singles and tag gear. Um, just 
Look not gear. Bitcoin boy, or yeah, not gear. Uh, merch. Uh, same thing, right? Um, yeah. Yep. But it's Bitcoin boys, one word with an I and a capital Z at the end. Not yeah. sure if thanks, capital. fellas. Don't Thank forget you, Jayhawk. You ready? Plugs. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at refjayhawk, Instagram at jayhawk one five three nine. Live at Ref Jayhawk, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Ref Jayhawk. I've been doing a lot of streaming with uh, 2K23 and with MLB the show over the last two weeks. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and OnlyFans at eGirlFemboy, boy spelled B O I. Listen to my other podcast, X Over. If you're listening to this the day this drops, we will be recording live about seven or eight. There'll be the exact time on my Twitter. Uh, with Young Edge from Hayabusi, a pro wrestling adjacent podcast. We're going to be talking some wrestling Twitter. I'm really excited. You can find me on Twitter at Charlie underscore Butters. And uh, we have a new episode of If You Catch My Grift Out, where we talk about the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know what the next episode will be out after that, but uh, we'll be talking about the making of that film. Uh, so Sweet. check those out. Oh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at jgold12. Instagram is my good boy area. Twitter is my naughty boy area. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. Check out the Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Don't go to IWGuide. That's not us. And our new YouTube page, IWGuide. Um, don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. The stand from Burlington Line did drop a week ago. Everybody check it out. And the rest of our stuff, where our faces on your bodies. Listen to our podcast, friends, at Odds with Wrestling. The super fantastic podcast, the card is going to change. Wrestling Cheers, X over with our very own Marcy. If you catch Mike Griff with our very own Charlie Butters. And coming soon... Hiya Bussy, a wrestling-adjacent podcast. And check out our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of, of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, and Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in ohio that's all for me great episode tonight thanks to the bitcoin boys and all of our callers once again and as dr eggman said <clears throat> i've come to make an announcement shadow the hedgehog's a bitch-ass motherfucker he pissed on my fucking wife that's right he took his hedgehog fucking quilly dick out and he pissed on my fucking <laughs> wife and he said his dick was this big and i said that's disgusting so i'm making a call out post on my twitter.com shout out to the hedgehog you got a small dick it's the size of a walnut except way smaller and guess what here's what my dog looks like that's right baby all points no quills no pillows look at that it looks like two balls in a bong you fucked my wife so guess what that's right this is what you get my super laser piss Except I'm not gonna piss on the earth. I'm gonna go higher. I'm pissing on the moon. How do you like that, Obama? I pissed on the moon, you idiot. You have 23 hours before the piss droplets hit the earth. Now get on my fucking site before I piss on you too. Support independent wrestling later. <laughs> what? Bye. Later, dweebs. Oh, goodbye. If you think I'm stupid now, you should see me with a high. Dumbest girl alive. I took Danavils today. I got bruises on my thighs. Plus, I gave away my brain. I'm the dumbest girl alive. I got lightning in my veins. Walk around like Frankenstein. I did science on my face. I'm the dumbest girl alive. Never ask me what I think. Don't know why you even try. Cause I always get it wrong. I'm the dumbest girl alive. Money coming from my mouth. Money coming from my eyes. And I keep on losing count. I'm the dumbest girl alive. And I'm picking up the 
Is there something in your eye? Can you show me how? Can you show me how?